We are here. What's up, everybody? Good morning. Good evening. Wherever you at, it's midnight over here, Eastern Standard Time. We are time, it's time, rather, for us to get on our towers. Anybody that's not joined me before, my name is Delta. I'm your humble host for Midnight Prayer Watch Live. I am trying to just stay as um, calm as possible because there are times where I just want to get up and go for a run because of what happens in the spirit and the supernatural and how God just shows us, you know, his his real self. And these are the times where you get to sit back and say, you can't deny it because he is really real. And we have been talking about a Midnight Prayer Watch, real topics, real discussions, real talk, because there's so much out here that just wants to cloud your vision. There's so many people that are professing truth that are not speaking truth. Um, And, you know, the only way that you would know whether or not it's from the Lord for real is to get in the word, stay washed in the word is what we are saying. We are talking about living this evening, uh, going into the new day, uh, living and not dying and declaring the works of the Lord. So let us get into our intercessory prayer time as we just continue to uplift each other and allow Holy Spirit to move. So, Abba, Lord, I am so full of what I would say is just only your spirit just moving God in in places and shifting in different spaces that I can never even reach, Lord. I am just honored by the opportunity to be able to be used by you one more again, Father. And Lord, it is not anything that I know. Um, that it's just not anything that I I have the level of discernment to, to understand, Father. But I just submit to you, Father God, my will. I submit to you, Lord, um, that my flesh is subject to you, Father God, subject to your spirit, Father God. And I just pray, Lord, that you would just take hold of my thoughts, take hold of my tongue, take hold, Father God, of my heart. Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me, Father. If there is anything that I have allowed to gain place inside of me, Father God, Oh, Lord, purge it out of me right now with your precious blood, Christ Jesus. Oh, Father, we know that you are ever present inside of us, Father. We don't ever need to ask for you to come because you are living inside of us, Lord. And I just ask, Father, that your presence be amplified to a new level right now, Father, That anything that's in the atmosphere, anything that's being ushered into the atmosphere, Lord, would be forced out, would be suffocated, would be vacuumed out in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, Lord, I just ask right now that you would send your warring angels 
to fight against those that would fight against me, contend against those that would contend against me. And Lord, cut off anything that's trying to attach to me in the spirit or in the natural that is unholy, that is impure, that is unclean, and it's not like you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, Father. Oh, Abba, I just ask right now that your word just wash over me, wash over everyone under the sound of my voice, Father. Wash over every prayer request that was that was given this evening, that was submitted this evening, Father God. Pray right now for your 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 cleansing, your purging blood to wash over us, Father, and cover and coat us, Father, so that way we are completely sealed away from any attackers, any depressors, any uh, lurking or monitoring spirits. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we cancel any watchdogs in the demonic, in the satanic and diabolical realms right now, in the name of Jesus. We cancel those demonic watchdogs in the name of Jesus. We obliterate them right now with their unholy altars. We obliterate their unholy totems. We obliterate them, Father God, with your precious, powerful blood, Christ Jesus. Lord, crush them, smash them to pieces in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, in Jesus' name. Oh, Father, you said in your word that your name is above all names, that every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that you are the king of kings, you are the Lord of lords. So we demand that every demon, we demand that every devil, we demand that every messenger of Satan right now is on their knees in the name of Jesus. And all they can do is confess his name in Jesus Christ's name. All they can do is confess his name in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we declare and decree that we are released from any bondages right now. We declare and decree that we are freed from any fetters right now. We declare and decree that chains are breaking right now in the spirit. In Jesus Christ's name, we declare and decree that any uh, setback, any, um, um, any backwardsness, any waywardness, any reverse assignments right now, are, are, are coming back into alignment with your divine timing in the name of Jesus. Any, any area in our lives that has been subject to worldly desires, Father God, any areas of our heart that is not desiring you, Lord, only you know the condition of our heart. Oh, Father, we declare and decree those areas right now are being cut off from us in the name of Jesus, Father. Those areas are being cut off from us, Father God, because you said in your word that if if your hand or your arm should 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 uh, sin against you to cut it off, cut off that member so that you wouldn't uh, be removed or released from being able to go into eternity, that you wouldn't count yourself out from being able to go in. It's better to cut off that limb. It's better to cut off that member than the whole body to not be able to make it in, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we cut off that peace. We cut off that peace that is wicked. We cut off that peace that is full of iniquity. We cut off that peace that is hard. 
that is no longer malleable, that is not flexing to your will, Father God. We cut it off from us in the name of Jesus, in Jesus Christ's name, Father. And we ask you, Lord, right now, it's not by our might, it's not by our power, but it's by your spirit. We ask you right now, Holy Spirit, to take hold, take hold of our hearts, take hold of our minds, take hold of our thoughts, take hold of our desires. Take hold right now, Father God, of the things that we can't even see inside of us that are fighting, that is fighting against you. It's fighting against conforming to your will. It's fighting against being holy. It's fighting against being pure. Father, those things that are even concealed from us, Lord, take hold of them right now, Father God. Unearth them right now, Father God. Reveal them right now. Shine your light on them right now, Father God, so that you you can uproot them, Father. You are the only one that is able to uproot those things that are deeply seated inside of us, Father. You are the only one, Lord, that is able to do those things that we, that be not as they may, Father God. You are the only one. Father, we ask right now that you would just intercede. Holy Spirit, we ask right now, because of what you said in your word in Romans 8, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf with groanings. Oh, let those groanings be heard right now. Holy Spirit, that you would take our tongue and interpret it into the words in which we should be saying right now so that Abba, our Father, can be able to, to, to see that we are in agreement with his will, to see that the only thing that we want is to be known by him. Oh, it's not by what you do, Lord. It's not by the things that you give us, Father. It's not by the outcome or the results of what we what we have wanted to do in our obedience, that we are obedient, Father, but it's just to be known by you. It's just to dwell in your presence, Lord. Oh, Lord, let us continue to press on and fight the good fight of faith, Father God. Let us continue to press forward and live and not die, Lord. Let us continue to speak life, Father God, over ourselves. Speak life into our endeavors. Speak life into our purpose, Father. Speak life over each other, Father God. Speak life over our future, Lord. You said we have a future and a hope that you are not for evil, but you are for good, for prosperity, for our welfare, Father God. We declare and decree right now that life is being spoken into everything and spoken both naturally and supernaturally in our minds, Father, that we are not allowing our minds and our hearts to be wicked, Father God, to speak life in our hearts, Father God. We declare and decree that our hearts are speaking life and not death, Father God, that our hearts are bearing fruit, Father God, from the things in which we speak over it in the name of Jesus, in Jesus Christ's name, Lord, we thank you. Oh, Abba, I thank you for just coming in and taking hold, Father God. Oh, taking hold of my tongue and allowing us to just continue to press into what you have, Father. We don't know who you're touching right now, but we know 
that if it's only one father that you get the glory and the increase anyway lord thank you abba father we pray all these things in your mighty precious name i pray christ jesus amen Woo, y'all <laughs> that was that was uh i i don't even i i'm trying to describe it because it was like I started off and it was like a hill and I was here. And then Holy Spirit came and was like, Zoop, <laughs> we're taking you this level. We're taking you over this level. And we gotta, we gotta keep, we gotta push on. We gotta press forward. And it's not, this is this actually is something that I felt like we had to talk about in the prayer point too. It's just the fight. And it's the fight is one of the things that is like it's easy to say. But it's not easy to walk out. And when we're talking about living, I mean, the fact that living is something that we do so nonchalantly, meaning that you don't get up and you're like, oh, you know, everybody's not like, I'm living today. Yay. You're thinking about other things like, you know, what am I eating for breakfast? Am I going to make it to the gym on time? Am I going to make it to school on time? Am I going to be late to work? Am I going to have to ride the train? Is the train going to be on time? I mean, there's so many things that are on our first minds in the morning. And how many of us actually stop and just like, I am alive today. Thank you, Jesus. Does anybody feel me on that? Hello, somebody. Am I the only one out here? So the prayer point, uh, the Holy Spirit is downloaded inside of us um for this week to really just sit in on is live and live is such a um loaded word it's only four letters but it's such a loaded word and and it was like holy spirit was telling me like there's people that really don't get it and in the living aspect of of speaking life over yourself and fighting for life, like fighting, fighting, not like, oh, well, you know, I guess this is it, or I guess this is how I'm going to go out, or <laughs> just, you can't do that. I mean, okay, I put on the screen a pa- a passage that um, is in Psalms 118. I don't know if, if y'all have heard this. This is one of the things that um, I added in our drop last week um, because we weren't able to go live, but this was kind of the main scripture that I wanted us to really sit in. And that was Psalms 118, 17. It says, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Woo, Jesus, yes. When I say this thing right here, whenever I am feeling, yes, Alana, yes. we See, we was connected. Look at this. Yes, I'm telling you. We got this word at the same time because it's about living. And the enemy wants to steal this from us, wants to steal this in a way where we start to believe that it's not about um, fulfilling the purpose. It's about just kind of like taking that, that, that stance of the enemy is allowing us to live. Wait, 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 wait. You got to twist the devil, okay? Because that's not how this works. That's the deception. That's the lie that he can come in anytime and take you out. 
does anybody feel me on that? Like, have has anybody had that thought before where it's like, um, you know, I'm living, I'm living, I'm living, but one day, you know, something's going to happen and it's, it's just not going to vote in my favor. Or you have these thoughts that are self-deprecating and you have these thoughts that are really destructive. And instead of you casting them down by speaking this word over your thoughts, over your brain, over your mind, you start to romance with those thoughts. You start to entertain those thoughts. And then next thing you know, your mind has taken you to a full-on movie of how the end of your life is going to come to pass. Hello, somebody. Is anybody feeling me? Because I am I the only one <laughs> where you get to a point, and, and this is the thing, it doesn't just happen like intentionally. That's how sneaky it is. It's like you have the one seed drop in from the enemy. Then you come into agreement with it and you may not even consciously be having the thought, but it's just playing in the background. It's like, oh, I done went through tripping and falling in the street to a whole street sweeper coming and gashing my legs off. And just, I mean, am I the only one? Okay, (laughs) I might be the only one. Just thinking about it like this, where you have allowed that seed, that lie that the enemy planted, you have allowed it to run rampant, to run freely in your mind. And now what are your thoughts? Are your thoughts of life? Of your thoughts, uh, are your thoughts of good things that are delightful, of pure and of good report? No, your thoughts are now speaking death over yourself. So this is, this is where I was at with this when I was like, okay, we got to live, y'all. It's not just speaking life out of your mouth, but it's thinking life over yourself, not allowing the enemy to gain place because we know the mind is the battlefield the enemy is coming after because that's where the strongholds are. So think about it in terms of if this is where the enemy is coming at, if I still entertain the thoughts here, but maybe not speak them here, don't we think that they're still gaining place here? We have to be mindful We have to be deliberate and intentional about what is going into our brain and immediately recognizing, is that a thought that came from me or is that a thought that's being planted from the enemy? Do we understand or do we know how to recognize the voice, right? It's like, what are you in close proximity to? Are you in closer proximity to the Lord and hearing his voice and being able to distinguish his voice amongst the enemy rabble? Or are you in closer proximity to wickedness where you are like, I'm, I don't even know. I'm, I'm just, it's just drowning out right now. I'm not sure if that was the voice that I should be listening to or not. It's like the whole angel and the devil scenario on your shoulder, right? Like, okay, what are you saying? What are you saying? They're too close. It should not be like that. It should be the Lord. Yeah, this is this is what we're all working towards, okay? So I'm not condemning nobody, but we're all working towards the Lord's voice, being in close proximity, so that way we know exactly what that voice sounds like. And it's not even, this is the thing about close proximity. When you're in close proximity with someone, you don't just know what they sound like. You know the voice inflection. You know the rhetoric. You know when someone said, like if your best friend was to say, 
um, let's say your best friend always greets you and is like, what's up? Every time. But then one day your best friend says, what's good? You already know that ain't my best friend. Right, that that something's up with this person. That that uh, uh-uh, you can't you can't convince me otherwise. Because 10, 15 years of what's up now is what's good. Nah, I know better than that. We don't know who this person is, but they not my best friend. This is the kind of proximity I'm talking about, y'all. We gotta be in close proximity to be able to snuff out, sniff out whether or not that's a lie, whether or not that's the enemy himself trying to get you to be deceived and think that thought was your thought or even that thought came from the Lord. So we got to be able to stay alert and be in that space with discernment uh, and know how are they moving? Because if we know their moves in advance, then what we got, we got all our weapons, weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty in God to pulling down those strongholds. And what is, Mighty in God, his word, y'all. So take this, take this. This is something I use constantly because like I said, I I may be just me, but I have these thoughts constantly that just start to creep in and they just want to be speaking and in my mind. And the next I know I'm, I'm fantasizing about something terrible happening to me or something terrible happening to my loved ones or my family. Or my significant other. It's like crazy. You got to know what you are hearing in your mind and don't allow it to gain any place. So another thing that I wanted to quickly say, um, just from some of the scripture that the Holy Spirit was downloading in me when it comes to live, it's just making sure that the fight is there to live. So many people just get to a point where they're like, oh, yeah, I did enough living and I guess this is just how it's going to end. And it's like, wait a second. What? <laughs> what are we talking about? And it's it's not even that that serious sometimes. Sometimes the living versus dying thought and not fighting is is like dying in the sense of I'm never going to make it to this level. or Or let's say I'm never going to make it to um, this weight class. I'm never going to be skinny. I'm never going to learn another language. I'm never going to um, have a child or I'm never going to get married. Like these thoughts are not speaking life. And that is not what the word says. And thoughts, like we just talked about the, the, the fact that thoughts don't necessarily have to come out of your mouth when you're talking about words and, and speaking them over you. But that then those, those thoughts in your mind living in there and just circling around and deciding when they want to pop up and when they want to affect your day, when they want to change your mood, when they want to take you off your game. It's like, no, we can't allow that to happen. So I, I have to give you all this. OK, I think you all have heard this before, but I just want to bring it back. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. So we speak in death over us. This is where that saying comes from. It's like uh, you continue to say something over and over again is going to manifest. Don't be saying death over you. We don't want it to manifest. I definitely don't want it to manifest over me and I don't want it to manifest over you. So 
this is where the knowledge comes from. It's like the Lord already said, my people will die from ignorance. And this is where we cannot be ignorant at is don't allow these self-deprecating thoughts. Don't allow these destructive thoughts, not just of like death as in I'm going to no longer be here expiration date, but things that the Lord is calling you to things that you have the desires in your heart, which he has placed you to do. Do not speak death over them. Do not say I will never be able to write a book. Don't say, oh, I, you know, I'm not good at playing basketball. I mean, why would you count yourself out? This is this is where this starts at. This is how powerful your words are. This is why we always talk about speaking life because we don't speak death. We speak life because it is powerful. Our tongue is a very powerful instrument. And even your thoughts, right? Because it starts here and then it comes out here. So if it's here, most likely it's going to come out of your mouth. So stop it here. <laughs> Everybody sees my, my demonstrative illustrations tonight. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about really quickly was the scripture in Romans 8, too, that says that to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So this just further reiterates what I'm saying about your mind. Your mind has to be set on things above, spiritually minded, life and peace. Those go together. We just talked about how we want Jehovah Shalom, the rise of peace that passes all understanding. Now we're seeing that life is connected to peace. And so if we're speaking life, we're speaking positive outcomes, we're speaking blessings, we're speaking breakthroughs, we're speaking favor, we're speaking deliverance, we're speaking redemption, we're speaking reconciliation, we're speaking forgiveness, we're speaking all of these things over ourselves, then what does that give us? Equation, peace. Who wants peace? What is the devil always trying to steal from us? Peace. So we've got to start looking at this more deliberately and understand that there, the, the, the instruction is here. It's in the word. It's just us coming into agreement and knowing it first here. And then exercising and activating and walking it out. So that way we are giving ourselves a chance to be able to fight. Okay. I, I don't know about y'all, but I don't take things sitting down. I, I am not one of those passive people. I'm a fight because I know I want it. And I want everything that Lord has for me. I want it. <laughs> so we don't want to be carnally minded. And so carnally minded, anybody remember carnal terms? is not necessarily just talking about carnality as far as sexuality is concerned, but carnally minded, carnal flesh, flesh, worldly, things that my flesh desires specifically. Like uh, we can talk about money and we could talk about greed. We could talk about jealousy. We can talk about competition. I mean, it's so many things there, but when you, when you unpack what carnal is, but, that's the thing is like you're just asking Abba to come in and help you to, to have a mind like Christ, which he has already said he's given us, is that mind is just continuing to exercise the muscles to be able to walk into, okay, these thoughts I know are not my thoughts. Go away, thoughts. We put them in their rightful place. We take authority and we speak life. And the last scripture that I wanted to wash us with tonight was Romans 6, 23. 
for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. For those that I know may be tuning in and listening and may be like, I ain't worried about nothing she's saying. I'm not even, I'm not even really tuned in right now. Or, you know, I haven't really like, let, let's just say legitimately somebody just is rebutting everything that I'm saying. Um, what I want to make sure that we all know is the wages of sin is death. And so Jesus came so that way he could take away your sin. But if you don't accept him as your savior, then you are still in sin that you are still unclean. I mean, we, we, uh, that's, that's the beginning of this walk is you got to accept him into your heart and your life. And you have to believe that he came, died for you while you were yet a sinner and saved you by grace. And from there, he rose again so that you would have eternal life. And now we have Holy Spirit to help us to walk through this life and fulfill the purpose that God has designed us to. So uh, the reason why I put this on the screen is because I want everybody to be real. Like the wages of sin is death. Who wants to die? Nobody wants to die, especially not eternal death and damnation. Definitely not that. Absolutely not that. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So for anybody that is on the opposite side of that scripture, we know that, yes, we're here for a season, but this this time here on earth is so minuscule compared to eternity, eternity in heaven, eternity where we're going with our Lord, where we're going to be out here praising in the streets. I don't know what we're going to be doing, but it's going to be joy, peace, happiness, all these great things that we uh, we have a snippet of here on earth. But when we get to heaven, it's going to be it's going to be lit, y'all. I just I can't wait. But I can wait. I'm looking forward to it, but I can't wait. I'm going to do what I got to do here and be empty. But for the wages of sin is death. We don't want nobody to be in sin. We don't want anyone to go to hell. That's what that is. The wages of sin is death, hell, the grave, Sheol, the pit. We don't want you to go there. That's why we are here to present what the Lord has and saying this is the opportunity to not go there. And he wants everybody to have a chance at eternal life and not have darkness, damnation and gnashing of teeth. So um, definitely felt led to put that up there because we're talking about life. We want life, y'all. So that life <clears throat> eternal is something that they say is it, it just is not describable because it, it's beyond our comprehension of what it's going to look like. <laughs> and that's probably for our good as well. So I just think that we got to, we got to stay in the word because a lot of the things that um, people get caught up in misconceptions and different viewpoints and things, it's pretty much spelled out in the word. <laughs> it really is, is, is asking for the, the vision and the insight and the discernment from Holy Spirit to be able to receive it and apply it in the way in which he's calling us to do so. So we have to make sure we are speaking life over ourselves. We are thinking life 
thoughts over ourselves, over our, 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 our loved ones, our friends, our family, anyone, you know, that just comes across our path. Like who wants to um, think about someone negatively? That's, that's not what, that's not what we're doing. Um, we're, we're here to be light, light bearers. Uh, we're here to be salt so that uh, the Lord can, can do the work that he's, he wants everybody to be able to make it in. So we're here to champion that and to have his glory shine through us. So I want everybody to just keep that in mind because I definitely had that experience of just, you got to fight for life. <laughs> it doesn't come easy, but do you believe that you have it as your inheritance? Um, are you in that mindset right now that you will live and not die? And declare the works of the Lord that he is coming to finish what he started inside of you. Do you believe that? And if you believe that, then anything that comes at you that looks like death, any thought that creeps into your mind that appears to be death, destruction, you will cancel that, right? Immediately in the name of Jesus, you cancel that, you take that thought captive and into obedience. What Christ Jesus says, live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. All right, everybody. That is um, really why I wanted to just focus on tonight. And I just thank everybody for giving us an opportunity to come back at you. Apologize, we're over a few minutes here, but we definitely want to make sure that, you know, this is a very important part of Midnight Prayer Watch. If you have just a few more moments to just hang in with us. Um, we're getting ready to just close out here. But I wanted to give anyone an opportunity that is really feeling Holy Spirit, really feeling the Lord just prick them because of just things that they have been dealing, even things that I haven't said. Maybe I'm watering a seed that was planted and you're looking at your life today and you're wanting to, to get life eternal, you're wanting to know that you are going to heaven and not hell, eternal damnation, gnashing of teeth, nobody wants that. And know that the Lord wants you to not have that either. And if you're ready to make that decision, to change your life, to turn it over to the Lord who's already saved it, then please, Pray this prayer with me right now. He can hear you. He sees you. And he is um, just looking for you to come into agreement with what he said and speaking and believing this over yourself. So we're going to say this together. God, I come to you asking for forgiveness. I confess that I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, paying the penalty for my sins. And he was raised from the grave and is alive right now. I confess you as Lord over my life, Jesus. Come into my heart and save me now. In your name I pray, amen. Woo. Yes, I am so excited for you. Whoever you are, the angels are rejoicing. The word says that if one person, one person will come and ask for salvation, 
that all of the angels in heaven stop and rejoice. Just one. And we know there's one person, one person right now. Oh, so I feel like it may, it may have been a gentleman tonight that just um, is, is tuning in and, and is either tuning in live or, or maybe watching this later, but that they, they just accepted their Lord and Jesus into their heart and life. And I'm just so ecstatic, so ecstatic for you that you are starting off this new creature journey and getting busy being about our father's business. That's what we out here for. That's why we're coming to you and continuing to stay connected to you. Midnight Prayer Watch. Um, stay in tune with us, y'all. We have Facebook, YouTube that is available to just stay connected. We definitely want to make sure that um, when it comes to just being able to stay engaged with the things that we have working, the initiatives that we're talking about, a corporate fast coming up very shortly, um, starting off this first quarter of the year, um, and then continuing to just, you know, stay connected with us, um, subscribe and like our page so that way we know everything is on the up and up. <laughs> if there's any additional um, prayer requests, feedback, um, any additional testimonies or praise reports, feel free to shoot us a DM, shoot us an email. We have um, all kinds of ways to stay connected to you guys. Um, but I appreciate everybody's patience as we just continue to press in. And I think, uh, like we were talking about earlier, it's just stay stay alert everybody like it is every day don't take for granted every day that there is a new tactic that there is a new ploy that there is a new device that's trying to steal your joy it's trying to steal your peace it's trying to steal the things that you have already garnered in the spirit your gifts your talents your blessings it's just it's so many people that we see example after example where you're like, oh, that person was on fire. And then next thing you know, it's a scandal or something crazy in the news or you they posting something crazy. I have no idea. But it's those are the examples to show you that it is a daily deliverance. It is a daily consecration. It is a daily obedience that is required from us to continue to fight the good fight of faith and run this race. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm trying to get to the finish line and I'm trying to get to the point where I was like, yes, I know you. <laughs> not the, the part for me, I know you not. I want to hear the I know you and I want him to be so happy that everything that I poured out here was exactly what he wanted. It may not be perfect because I am not perfect, but I'm going to strive to do what he's calling me to do. So I want you guys to just stay in that space. Know that it's a daily deliverance. It is a daily walk. It's every day I put it on again. It's not enough times that I put it on. I put on the holiness. I put on the armor. I put on the oil. I put on the consecration. I put on the love and the mercy and the forgiveness. I have to choose it every time because 
that will, that flesh doesn't want none of these things. And we have to consecrate, we have to crucify our flesh in order to allow Holy Spirit to come out and to, to manifest and work through us the fullness of what we desire in our hearts and what we want the Lord to do with our lives. So everybody stay up. Oh my goodness, stay up, please. Stay alert and stay washed in the word, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>